Hello, and welcome to episode 442 of Awards Daily's Water Cooler Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence Moy, and I'm joined by the other two M's gathered here around the Yule Log. So, M's, let's go around the cooler and tell the listeners who you are and where they can find you on the internet. Now, Joey, because I've said Yule Log, I'm sure you're going to have a snappy, witty retort, so we'll go to you. Penis. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, we did this a second time, but I naturally still laughed at it. <laughs> Hi, I'm a pervert. I'm Joey Moser. I make penis jokes and stuff. You can find me on Twitter at JoeyMoser83. Penis. <laughs> Megan? Hi, I'm Megan McLaughlin. You can find me on Twitter at HeyDudeMeg. And again, I'm Clarence Moy. You can find me on Twitter at Clarence Moy. So, you know, after 442 episodes of the Water Cooler Podcast, or after 441, this is the 442nd, I apologize to our listeners, but if you haven't learned that we, our collective minds are typically in the gutter, um, then I don't know what to say. But I apologize for starting our holiday podcast off with penis jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by it. I'm not apologizing at all. (laughs) Excellent. So obviously this week is our Christmas edition, uh, which as we are recording Christmas is roughly in a week. And uh, we wanted to just take a moment away from the award season and just sit here and, and have a breather and talk about our favorite holiday films, maybe some some favorite traditional holiday movies and maybe some untraditional holiday movies, non-traditional holiday movies, I should say. Uh, and then of course, we're gonna have our annual gift exchange, our virtual gift exchange. Um, that we always do. I don't have any idea if people like this or not, but we always do it anyway, uh, where we each give uh, virtual gifts to each other um, with no um, dollar or sanity limit. So it's fun. And of course, we'll close with the flash forward to the media we're most anticipating in the upcoming week. So holiday movies. Anybody seen any lately? (laughs) Well, I just I I just watched today um, Christmas in Connecticut, which is one of my absolute favorites, and um, I love watching it with my parents. We always watch it together, and um, I just I just love that movie. I think Barbara Stanwyck is so great, and it's one that I watch every year. And I think it's one that also could be. I'm still surprised that they they really haven't remade it because it's it feels like. well, they remade it, but like was like Lifetime or something. I forget. But it was we, TNT. We it was out. Arnold Schwarzenegger directed it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. That's not a real sentence. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm uh, deadly serious. I remember us talking about this before. I was actually going to ask, did you, was that the one that you watched? Was it the Arnold no. Schwarzenegger version? <laughs> I'm Diane looking at it right Cannon. now. We have talked about this before because Diane Cannon, I love Diane Cannon. Um, Tony Curtis. This is such. I, you know what? I feel like I need to watch this. I'm going to make my parents watch this. Um, I watched Barbara Stanwyck, of course, because she's my girl and I love her. And hmm. so good. Well, I asked that question as a maybe I don't know turning turning the shiv that's in Joey's back because I know he's watched Christmas movies for at least a month now. Let me. Oh, bless you. Let me tell you a little story. Um, we, Jason and I, went to, and I don't care how basic this sounds. We went. Uh, we went last night to go see that um, acapella group, Straight No Chaser, which they always come to Columbus like a little bit before Christmas. And as much as I roll my eyes at it, I always have like a good time. They put on a good show. And um, the minute we got home, <laughs> Jason was like, what Christmas movie do you want to watch? Oh and I'm my like, God. I was like, I have so much work to do. <laughs> and we just <laughs> sat through like, a two and a half hour concert 
So you can watch something yourself. I just recently watched for the first time, um, I've never seen Miracle on 34th Street. Um, and Jason has never seen the remake. So we watched the remake and he didn't really like it. And I was like kind of paying attention to it. And he said when it was over, I was like, so I guess we're not going to watch that again because he didn't like it. And he goes, I mean, we'll watch it. We'll just make sure that we watch all the movies we want to watch. And then we'll just put it on because it's a Christmas movie. And I flipped out. I was like, no, <laughs> we are not watching a movie that neither of us like just because it's at Christmas time. No. What's, what's wrong with it? Uh, he just likes the original better. No, I don't. I See, I think the original is creepy and weird because it's a, a lot of it is spent like psychoanalyzing Santa Claus. Yeah, and that is true. I just don't like that. Now, I granted, granted, the 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 remake is is you know mostly about commercialism. But <laughs> no, I will say I really enjoyed. Um, did not know Alice and Janie had a tiny part with a really thick accent as a mother <laughs> Alice and, and Janie with a lot of hair on her face. That was great. Um, and uh, Elizabeth Perkins looks gorgeous in that movie. Yeah. So uh, yeah. It looks great. What's I don't know if you guys remember. You probably were too young, but the um, the box office story behind that one. It was you know it was it was made up to be this huge deal, this big holiday movie mm-hmm. from Christopher Columbus. Is Christopher Columbus right? Uh, no, it's uh, John Hughes produced Chris, it. I think. I think Chris Columbus directed it. I may be wrong though. Um, but uh, anyway. It came out and it made like $5. I mean, it made more than that, but it didn't do very well. And so they were running all these ads because boasting its ace and a score grade. And they literally said in the ad, I can't, 20th Century Fox, I don't remember what studio it was, but they would pay you back if you did not, if you honestly would come, would call them oh and say that God. you did not like that movie. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, That's God. so weird. Yeah, it was weird. It just had the stench of desperation on it back then. But anyway, um, that is one of the ones that we always watch every year in our rotation. This weekend, I we cleared up um, one of our, uh, I would say, our highest quality holiday movie, which is It's a Wonderful Life. Ugh, mm, I we haven't watched that, that this year. I think the one I'm most looking forward to is, um, I'm really excited. I put the rest of, I think we have like eight Christmas movies left. And... Uh, I put them in order. I was like, Jason, this is the order in which I give a shit about any of these movies. I was like, so you can start at the top and as you go down, the more I want to see them. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like that. So so if I'm not here, watch a Christmas movie. (laughs) Um, I don't know what it is. The past couple of years, I thought it was COVID, but then it happened to, uh, to me again last night. I always get choked up at the end. I never had before. But like when the when the town in, in, in it's a wonderful life when the townspeople come in and they're all giving him money and you know they're basically saving his ass and I just like the community of friendship and and the community of that small town of Bedford Falls that would actually you know put themselves in jeopardy because none of them were incredibly wealthy but they would you know they didn't care they were out there to help this guy that was like the nicest person in town and it just it just touches me every year. Same here. I'm always, I always feel that way too. It's so good.
So, uh, Megan, what are what are some of your go to? Uh, you talked about Christmas in Connecticut. What are, what are some other uh, some of your other go to Christmas movies? Well, I um, so next week I'm when I go home for to see my um, parents. I said there are a few things I want to watch, like that we have to watch together, and like Holiday Inn is one, of course, which we've yeah. talked about on this podcast. And um, I also always watch Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, the Mystery <laughs> Science Theater. Um, that, and I wanted, to, I really wanted to watch Letters to Satan on Sci-Fi, but my dad doesn't want to watch that this year, so we're not watching that. But, um, but I'm also making him watch Love Has Won, the cult documentary, and he also wants to watch the. We're gonna watch like a couple two true crime documentaries together. Um, but this is my time to just like hang out and watch like. Oh, we. My mom and I today watched um, Taking a Shot at Love, which is this. Hmm. Um, Hallmark movie with Luke McFarlane that I love. Oh, he I plays a hockey. That, yeah. He plays a hockey player who's injured, and this ballerina teaches him, like, or kind of helps him rehabilitate. Um, you know, to get back into hockey. Get back. In, he, he's like a professional hockey player, and it's so cute. And I just love watching things like that and spending time with my family. So that's that's mostly that's, what I like. That plot comes remarkably close to the cutting edge. Yes, which I have on my list of Christmas adjacent movies that I also like to throw on at this time of year. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us more about your Christmas adjacent list? So, yeah, I was thinking about this. Like, actually, I wrote something for Ranker a few years ago about Christmas adjacent movies. Of course, there's Die Hard, which is probably a clap, like the most Christmas adjacent movie. Um, and I also. Um, I included The Apartment, and I, I, that's mm. one of my favorite Christmas-adjacent movies. I was also thinking about Bridget Jones's Diary, which yeah. has, like, that huge... It starts on Christmas, I believe. It ends there on Christmas, be, too. Yeah, and, um, but nobody ever talks about that being a Christmas movie, which is interesting. That's on my list, too. Um, I also included Silver Linings Playbook, because it takes place on my birthday, which is right around Christmas, and I... There's just something about that movie that around that time of year that I, I like this, this, there's like an after holiday glow in that movie, especially with that event that they're dancing in. So I was thinking about that. Uh, I also was thinking of The Shining as a holiday <laughs> film. Um, Knives Out was another one that I feel like is kind of a holiday film because they're together, like a Christmas adjacent movie. And Just Friends is another Christmas adjacent movie, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe just a Christmas movie. But that one's a fun one too. Excellent. And Ground, um, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is another one I was thinking of. I don't know that you can call Die Hard Christmas adjacent though, because there's been so much discourse about it being a Christmas movie. That's it's true. Like, I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, Gremlins is obviously mm. a yes. Christmas movie because it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> whether or not you like it as a Christmas movie, it is definitely a Christmas movie. Um, yes. Where do you guys stand with Nightmare Before Christmas? Do you consider it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? I always think of it as a Halloween movie. We in our house call it the transition movie. Oh. Because we watch it around Halloween as we get ready to watch <laughs> Christmas movie. Joey, I am so sorry for you. <laughs> I don't want to like... I never want awful. <laughs> I try really hard to not like... <laughs> Christmas gives Jason so much joy, so I don't want to uh, ever be mean about it, but I can bitch about it to you guys. <laughs> Does he listen to the podcast? No. This is a safe space. <laughs> the, one, the one time of <laughs> one time I'm like, why don't you support me? No, he supports me now, but um, 
Don't listen to this podcast, please. That would be funny if he's like, I decided I was going to listen to your podcast. Like, yeah! <laughs> uh, um, what is what what is considered Christmas adjacent adjacent in uh, in your household, Joey? Um. Well, I actually was going to bring up Just Friends. That's I love that movie. That's my dad's um, favorite Christmas movie. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Um, I think I love movies that, uh, you know, it has. I love movies that because I love snow as much. I don't. OK, first of all, I should take that back. I don't like driving in snow, but I love like sitting in my house and it's snowing. It has it Same. hasn't really snowed here yet. And I don't think it's going to before Christmas. Um, global warming. And um uh, I don't know. That movie is very, you know, there's snow everywhere. There's, you know, it, Ryan Reynolds doesn't want to spend time with his mom. Julie Haggerty plays his mom, which I fucking love Julie Haggerty. Um, it's, I don't know. That movie is, that movie makes me laugh so hard. Um, Anna Ferris is fantastic in it. Um, Batman Returns, I would consider a Christmas adjacent yes. movie. Um, in Bruges. Um, for some reason, I always get so faggy. I'm sorry. But the uh, New Year's, the, only the New Year's section of the Sex and the City movie, oh, I, I think it's really that. good. Oh, no, that makes perfect sense, um, too. Yeah. I think that I, I just like uh, Christmas in New York City, um, even though it's New Year's and it was probably and filmed they, in oh, March. Oh, don't yeah. they have like a weird version of that by like Judy Collins or something? I think it's a woman. I don't know what language she's singing in. Uh, that she's singing that song. Um, but I think my other big one where there's only... I like a lot of movies where Christmas... I think the Christmas section of the movie is really great. And the one that I love that I just rewatched last week was the Christmas section of You've Got Mail with... Um, yes. With... Um, by, by the time that Christmas rolls around and You've Got Mail... Um, Meg Ryan's store is starting to suffer and she's yes. doing a voiceover of, I mean, I could probably perform it for you right now, but I won't. I probably um, could too. Where she's decorating her Christmas tree and doing a voiceover of writing an email to Tom Hanks and talking about missing her mom. And like, she yeah. sees like a Fox, uh, Fox and Sons bag being carried by somebody. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's kind of sad. Um, yeah, I know. I love that scene. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I would say probably a big actual Christmas movie. The first movie that I always want to watch, it's not even a movie, it's a special, is the Pee-wee's Playhouse uh, Christmas special because I every year I'm flabbergasted at how I didn't realize seeing all of those guest stars didn't make me a f- notorious homosexual. Like, like it didn't. It did. Like that's the movie. That's that's the first thing I ever saw Grace Jones in. That's the first thing I saw Joan Rivers in. Oprah Winfrey. Like I saw them that special when I was young. So I mean, it sort of gave me an appreciation for a variety special, I guess, in a weird way. So anytime that we yank out the you know barrel of Christmas movies every year, um, anytime Jason's like, "Which do you want to watch?" I'm always the first one I always pick is Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I feel like I didn't. Uh, well, I, so I can still defend my choice, and I only have one movie. But I feel like um, you're going to say that I didn't understand the assignment for sure. <laughs> so wasn't I'm just going to turn this music. <laughs> I'm just going to turn this up. No, it wasn't my assignment. It was Megan's. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> I am going to. 
turn the music up really loudly so that nobody can hear what I'm saying. My movie that I always watch during the holiday season is something that I, it's, it really kind of comes after Christmas and it is, um, August Osage County. (laughs) has nothing to do with Christmas is nothing to do with Christmas. It is. In fact, it takes place in August, obviously, uh, or it's in the summer because it's very, very hot and there, there's no air conditioning in this house, but there's something about it. I mean, obviously it came out at the end of the year in 2014, somewhere around there. Uh, it came out at the end of the year, but I always watch it between the week of Christmas and New Year's because it's kind of my family palate cleanser. Like mm. there's just, there's some, there's some satisfaction in sort of the, uh, the closing moments of it where it's mm. like, eat the fish, <laughs> eat the fish, eat bitch, the fish, bitch. <laughs> And I don't I know. It's chick, by the way. I love this I do too. Yeah. Uh, so it just, it just, it, it's a lot of things, right? It, 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 it helps me understand that there are, you know, at, at times when I struggle with not my nuclear family, but my extended family, um, that this is, it's, it's, you know, other people have these same issues and it's also like, okay, I, I, I could have it much worse. I don't know. It's just, it, it is. And it's a movie that I watch always by myself because nobody else wants to watch it. It's just kind of, it's just how I reset. That's it. I like it. I do too. There we go. So, you know, but I, you know, go ahead. Uh, sorry. I watch Gremlins. I watch uh, my son and I watch Die Hard. I do have to say, Joey, um, it's so funny that you went to see Straight No Chaser uh, last night because my son and I were driving around yesterday and we heard their 12 Days of Christmas Uh um, on the radio and we mercilessly made fun of them, especially when they started singing. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's, I could not, I could not do that. I could not sit through that. Two and a half hours of that? Mm -mm. No, no. There's a they, uh, well. They did do about a 12-minute Taylor Swift medley, which I thought was pretty fun. <gasps> Never mind. I take all that back. <laughs> <laughs> they do like the first act is always. They always. They only. They're. They live all across the country, and they only meet up every year to do this concert. So every year, from what I understand, they spitball what music they like, and the first act is always contemporary music. And they said when the Taylor Swift started section started, they were like. Um, we know there was a very popular concert that everyone went to, and we knew that everyone couldn't get a ticket, so we're going to perform a series of songs that's going to make you feel like you're right there. And trust me, the tickets are a lot cheaper or something like that. I don't know. That's neat. I'll have to look and see if I can find some sort of recording or something like that <laughs> to see what they did. All right. Uh, anything else um, that is a holiday movie or holiday adjacent? I mean, Joey, I know you've done a lot of research for this over the past couple of months. <laughs> well, no, the um, something I will say that goes along with what you said, Clarence, there I always liked because my dad and I, I mean, my dad and I went to the movies all the time, but we would always specifically go on Christmas Day. And I used to do that before like i mean i now go to like jason's family for their christmas but there's always like a movie that comes out on christmas day and you're like why the hell is this out during the holidays and i, I always like seeing those movies on christmas like i saw the wolf of wall street by myself on christmas day mm-hmm. i saw uh fincher's dragon tattoo on christmas day um i don't know there's something i, I think there's something about the excitement of going to the theater on Christmas Day when the movie has nothing to do with Christmas. Um, 
And um, I also love the time of year, not just because me and Megan both have our birthdays between Christmas and New Year's, but um, I always love that the pressure of Christmas is off after the 25th, but it's still really festive and holiday and everyone's still kind of together and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I love the last week of the year because it, it there's no uh, pressure to do anything, but just to like hang out and be nice to each other. So, yeah. I, I don't start celebrating Christmas time until like this week. Like I I just like to delay it. It's like I haven't been listening to any Christmas music or watching any Christmas movies until now. Oh, you lucky bitch! <laughs> I know, I know. Come live well, with me. Come stay with me. Well, um, today uh, I got an. Early, it was. It's not a Christmas present, but I, a, a quote unquote early Christmas present. Maybe a virtual water cooler Christmas present for my wife, where I found. Um, copies of all of the Rankin Bass holiday um, specials. And uh, so we were watching those um, this afternoon, like Jack Frost and like these, Mm -hmm. the the, sort of the B sides of Rudolph and Frosty and all that stuff. So it was fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. um, But actually I'm going to take the music down for a little bit because before we jump into our virtual Christmas gift exercise, Megan, I, don't know if you have heard. Did you hear about uh, Saturday Night Live ABBA? No. All right, oh. hold on. I just saw this. Um, this was on this weekend. Uh, um, Kate McKinnon was the host, and they did this skit. I'm going to play it in its entirety. It's a. I thought it was a very funny skit. Um, if you don't want to hear it anymore, you can just tell me shut it off because it's not funny. But I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Um, so here we go. Following is a paid advertisement. You know them, you know them. It's Swedish pop supergroup ABBA. They're the Fleetwood Mac of cold weather, and they're the number one band <laughs> alphabetically of all time. You can't get enough of their music. You loved Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, here we go again. And the prequel, Mama. <laughs> and you love how their hits like Dancing Queen make you feel young, sweet, and 17. <laughs> And now, being released for the first time, it's their 1978 Christmas album, ABBA Christmas, with songs like Santa Queen. Santa Claus, your life's a dream. You're at the dance, you're 17. Coming down the chimney, straight to the dance floor. You're 13 plus four. Take on a way in a manger called Who's That Baby? It's the Baby Jesus. <laughs> Little baby day, your birthday's today. Shake a tambourine, cause you're 17. The wise men pray. Kate McKinnon looks just like, um, I can't remember which one it said, Agatha. Oh, yeah. That's right, the characters are mostly on the dance floor, and they're all 17. But not all the tunes are happy. Take a listen to their wintry take on Cheeky Tita, Frosty Tita. (laughs) Wow, everyone, look, look there, it's Frosty Tita. Wow, she's more beautiful than ever. She's smiling, but we know the truth. The truth is, she's super depressed. Frosty Tita, you are so sad. Don't 
This is nailing Abba so much with the closeness. <laughs> it's Abba Christmas, featuring 15 brand new Christmas classics as well as 85 holiday remakes of their existing songs. <laughs> like their fa-la-la number, sung with their signature, standing close, facing different directions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or their holiday take on the guttural favorite, knowing me, knowing you. I love that one. translated the songs from Swedish to English themselves, <laughs> and they all turned out perfect, except for one that didn't. The gift of Abba Christmas. Perfect for everyone from mothers to their gay sons. Take it away, Abba. <laughs> that was cute. I thought of you immediately when I saw that last night. <laughs> you know just, me it, too well. It's really funny. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was really cute. I like, because I like that they addressed how they always uh, sing closely to each other. Because I love that's I love that in the videos. Like, I love that. And they got the added bonus of, of uh, breaking the moment. Yes, like that was <laughs> fun too. Yes. I love that. I love that. All right. Um, so let's do our water cooler gift exchange. Um, Megan, I need to go first because... Sure. My box to you, it has holes in it, but I think we're probably, it's it kind of big. We probably need to, to, to address this sooner than later because it needs water and, and uh, food probably pretty soon. So uh, we'll let you open the box. Okay, I'm opening it. <laughs> Surprise, it's Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm because I know they just announced that the upcoming season is the last and I got you Larry David just so that you could have the magic of Curb in your house all year long. He, he is so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite gift. <laughs> there we go. So let him out. Let him go pee. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that I got you a huge Snoopy balloon that you can <laughs> pop from Maestro. <laughs> Feel free. Here's a needle that you can pop it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just going to let it float behind my house so that whenever we have arguments, we can always have a Snoopy balloon floating. Not that we actually have that many arguments. Okay, let's say when my daughter and my wife have arguments, then the Snoopy balloon can float by. <laughs> and then, you, and you can just pretentiously look at it and be like, yes, yes, yes. this is art. Yes, this is, this is art. This is art, people. This is art. Okay, thank you so much. I love it. You're welcome. Joey. Um... Well, interesting. I'm going to give Clarence his first. Um, so if you open 
the uh, large box that I gave you, there is a collection of... <laughs> this really goes off of what Megan got you. Um, I gave you a collection of timepieces, watches, mantle clocks, and grandfather clocks because you would like your time back, please. <laughs> a certain movie that I wish... I wish that when you, me, and Mark were leaving a <laughs> film festival together, that I would have had the common sense to take out my phone and record your rant walking to the parking lot. That was the most, like, I was like, this is the most unceremonious <laughs> end to a film festival I've ever seen. And I think about it... Um, <laughs> quite a bit every time I think about that movie because it makes me laugh. <laughs> so really, it is a gift for you, but it is also a gift for me. I'm being selfish. Uh, well, you know, what's funny is that um, when I play that scene back in my head, I think of the moment uh, in The Simpsons where Lisa rejects the uh, Valentine's <laughs> Day card from that kid and, you, yes. and Bart goes, you can pinpoint the exact moment at which his heart breaks. When I replay that scene from Middleburg in my head, I can pinpoint the exact moment <laughs> in which Mark Johnson's heart breaks because he doesn't understand why I didn't love this movie. I actually, the image of him, all three of us are walking to the parking lot. Yep. yep. And we are walking and he's talking about how much he loves the movie. And then he realized that you don't like it. And I have like his face burned in my brain going you didn't like it like i'm not kidding i could sketch it for you right now <laughs> i'm gonna try to do that but that'll be your other bonus christmas gift. all right um, uh Meg megan why don't you give something um joey i got you a pie made by gracie in may december <laughs> i hope you love it <laughs> well um you do have to make sure that you do it nicely because it does matter how it looks. <laughs> That's a line from the movie. I'm not just being bitchy. I know. I figured, figured. Yes. No, well, yes. I mean, you you also would say that in real life. Yeah, you yes, would I say would. that in real life too. And then um, I just got you a bunch of hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. Um, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I was trying to think of a movie-related thing for Megan, but I feel like uh, the best thing that I could give Megan, I'm sorry, this isn't a really big uh, ceremonious thing, but I wanted to give you not just one, not just two, but at least 12 Stevie Nicks Barbie dolls. Oh, I love <laughs> so, like, that. You can have at least one in every single room of your house. Uh, I love that. And I still cannot find one. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know who has one? You. You. Nope. Oh, Taylor who? Swift. Because Stevie Nicks sent one of the uh, first ones directly to Taylor Swift. I would, speaking of Taylor Swift, Clarence, I got you an invite to her and Travis's wedding when it happened. Oh, no. Don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Um, Joey, I, uh, my gift to you is a little bit, now I'm, I, I, Megan and I discussed this actually beforehand and, uh, I, I wasn't going to give you because I thought Megan was going to give you something else. I was, I was saving it. I'm actually still going to give him that gift. Okay. Oh, in wait. real life or like now for this? Oh, wait for this. You mean the okay. fake? Wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never yes. Mind. Yes. Um, 
So, uh, Joey, uh, I am giving you, I guess we could do away with the pretenses of opening a box. I'm giving you the Easter hats from the beginning of <laughs> Gilded Age Season 2 as designed by Keisha, uh, God, I, I, Asia Walika Mamon, God, I'm horribly mispronouncing her name, but I couldn't get the actual hats because those are in storage and soon to be will be in a Smithsonian. Uh, but I got you refrigerator magnets made from those hats. <laughs> oh my God. I love refrigerator magnets and I love hats. I actually interviewed her last week and I only had 15 minutes and I, I'm not kidding. I was like, hi, I love your work. We don't have a lot of time, but all I have to say is hats. <laughs> I love your hats. She's like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Not only do I appreciate that gift, but I also scared the person who inspired them. <laughs> I love this story. All right. Joey, I got you, I guess, well, before I get to Joey's, Joey's the grand finale gift. Um, Clarence, I got you an evil twin from <laughs> Dead Ringers. I hope you like it. <laughs> so you can, you can mm. um, do all kinds of weird experiments and stuff. So have fun. <laughs> I'm probably the one that dies. Well, thank you. I think. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and then Joey, I got you a bottle of cum bath water from Saltburn. Oh God, <laughs> that was your big gift. <laughs> you had me at cum bath water. <laughs> Yay! Yay! So I didn't realize we're doing more than one gift. Sorry, uh, money's tight. I guess on my end. <laughs> Somebody should make that into a, a drink. Like some very creative bar should make a salt burn drink where it's like. No, because you know, like a, a I already... floaty something in a <laughs> vodka. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, somebody's going to be doing that for a, a party probably upcoming this year. I mean, it's probably not going to get nominated for Best Picture, but have I tried to figure out how to make an edible bathtub shaped cup? Yes, I have. And if I do, I'm going to serve a Tres Leche drink in it. Just call him the Willy Wonka of <laughs> of, uh, of gay porn. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Do I have? Um, you know how unsettling it is. Maybe this goes along with the U log opening, but the fact that I am very easy to figure out the most perverted uh, thing for my Oscar party, like Moonlight. I did a hand job on the beach drink for Call Me by Your Name. I found a cream filled peach shaped cookie. So, which was very good. Yeah. So, you want semen inspired culinary landmarks? Come to my party. Literally, no. you, you could also <laughs> make like a dirt cake, but then have like something like a cookie oh, on top of it. Oh my god! <laughs> Just like that a is... naked Barbie doll with very yes. cute. <laughs> That's amazing. Right now I have to oh. start campaigning for the movie. Do your FYC ad now. Yes. All right. Do we have any more gifts to exchange? Yes, I thought we were only doing one gift. I'm sorry. Sorry, so. I went crazy on gifts this year. No, your heart is just... is definitely bigger than ours. <laughs> it actually sorry, gave Joey. me an idea. It oh, gave me an fine. idea for Joey, actually a real gift that I might get him. Not come bathwater, don't worry. I was like, I already have like six <laughs> bottles of that in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Oh my. All right. 
Let's jump to the flash forward to the media we're most anticipating in the upcoming week. So uh, who would like to go first? Um, I will go, I guess. So I'm looking forward to, I'm finishing up Kim Cross's A Light in the Darkness, the book about the poly class case. And it's really well done. Um, really highly recommend it. Um, I'm also look for, looking forward to the end of Survivor. Um, challenge, um, watching some Christmas movies, listening to Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday, trying to get into that. It's not one of my favorites of hers, but I still support her. Um, I mean, maybe I need to just listen to it again. Sometimes it takes a while to listen to stuff. Um, and then I still need to catch up on lots of movies. But I've been trying my best, but it's been hard. But that's about it. Joey. Uh, Canada's Drag Race is getting really good. There was a huge fight on last week's episode. That was very amusing. Oh, um, I, ha- I need to catch up on that too. That's, um, I like Canada's Drag Race and Drag Race Down Under because they are a little bit crunchier than other seasons. Uh, like, not like the slick all-stars or flagship, um season actually the thing that i want to say the new season of drag race starts on like flagship season starts january 5th and it has one of the greatest drag names i have ever heard her name is amanda tory meeting amanda tory meeting that is the greatest i love that i love oh, it so that much. is fantastic and she looks like her entrance look she kind of looks like um i love the actress lucy punch i love yes. her so much and her entrance look, she looks a, a little bit like Lucy Punch, so she's my favorite so far. Um, I want to catch up on so many movies. Um, uh, like, I have a screener for The Color Purple. I got... I, um, I haven't watched it yet. I don't know how I haven't. Um, and then I want to catch up to stuff that I've had screeners forever. Like, I still have yet to watch Palm Royale. I don't know how. What is wrong with me? Um, you log or not, I guess, take away a little bit of my game membership. Wait, what um, have you not watched? Palm Royale. Royale. The... Apple yeah, show with uh, Kristen Wiig. It's like Kristen Wiig, uh, Ricky Martin, Carol Burnett. Um, oh. It looks fun as shit. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, uh, there will be more Christmas movies to be watched. I'm trying to get my family to eventually watch The Holdovers and convince them that it is a Christmas movie and that it is happy. But... Um, yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. Um, I do have a bunch of screeners. Don't know if I'm... I'm focusing more on television this week because next week we're doing our best of 2023 on the TV side. And uh, I need to finish two shows before I can confidently produce this list, which are Fargo and The Crown. Um, uh, I was going to say something. I do want... I, I want, I'm excited to finish A Murder at the End of the World, too. I know you finished that. I'm really excited yes. to finish that one, too. Um, since my son is home from college, I promised him that during Christmas break, we would watch, uh, HBO's house of the dragon since he loves game of Thrones so much. So we have, we're going to watch more of that. We've already gotten two episodes down and, uh, we're going to finish that one. Uh, book wise, I'm still reading, um, and enjoying none of this is true by Lisa Jewell. So does that cover it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let us get the hell out of here. So we are the three M's contributors, Joey Moser, Megan McLaughlin, and me, Clarence Moy, thanking you for joining us, asking you to remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. Plus, go out to YouTube, look for awards daily, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. And wishing you a very happy 
holidays. <laughs>